Schultz on first down, wide open, it's Barkley, and Saquon Barkley will take it into the end zone. Your best ability is his availability. Saquon Barkley, he's great when he's on the field, but the problem is since 2018, he hasn't been healthy for this team. Look at this, they lob it to him, he taps it in off the glass. How about that? Porter Moser, I think right now, is the best coach of college basketball. Hands down. Fins, two for three. He's done his part. Pitch is drilled to deep right field toward the pole, and it is gone. They don't mind not being what they were in the 90s as the best organization in baseball, because the Yankees are not. They're even close to the best organization in baseball. They're trying to be the Rays, and the Rays do this for a reason. Like, you're the Yankees. Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement that you don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? And how often do you think about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies, doing the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident with your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website or give us a call at 860-430-5397. What's going on, basketball fans? It is the Posting Up Podcast. I'm Big J, joined by Sean Scanlon and King Zay. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking a little bit of some college basketball later on because it was Feast Week last week. But first, we got to kick it off. A a storyline that's been that we've talked about all season so far. Clay Thompson slowly getting back to the Golden State Warriors. Both him and James Wiseman were assigned to the Warriors G League affiliate, the Santa Cruz Warriors. He's getting more and more uh, reps, more and more time, more and more minutes uh, in uh, practice. So he, he should – things are looking good. He should be back uh, in Golden State sooner rather than later. But, Sean, what do you make of this? What do you make of the Warriors doing this, sending them down to the G League? I think it's obviously good news for them. Um, obviously, we know that the Warriors are off to this fantastic start, and these two guys are only going to help. Obviously, Clay Thompson, one of the best 3 and D players in the league, he has that championship pedigree that he can bring back to the Warriors who are off to, like like I said, off to a hot start. And James Wiseman, uh, he kind of had a rough rookie year. I know a lot of Warriors fans weren't really uh, pleased with uh, what he put out in his rookie year, but 
this guy is still not even 21 years old. Uh, he's super athletic. The Warriors are great at developing players. Obviously, we know that with their draft history. And I think Steve Kerr is a great coach. So I, I think James Wiseman will eventually figure it out with all that uh, athleticism down low. And with teams defending the Warriors with Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson when he comes back, they're going to be defending the three-point line. And that's just going to give James Wiseman uh, – so much more room to make plays down low. So I think that it definitely benefits James James Wiseman, the team that he's on. It's just up to him to go out and prove it. But I mean, I think that he's gonna. I think that once he comes back, he's definitely gonna develop into uh, a stud. I I don't think it'll be right away, but I think over time that the situation that he's in, the athleticism that he has, uh, just overall talent that he brings to the Warriors, I I think it could only uh, help them out, especially down low where right now they're starting Kavon Looney at center. He doesn't even play that many minutes a game, so. I mean, it, it, I think he could definitely um, help him out once he gets developed. And I, I think the Warriors do a great job uh, with that, though. Yeah, I mean, we have been talking a lot about Clay. Uh, James Wiseman has kind of been lost in the shuffle. And, I mean, last year we saw a guy like DeAndre Ayton make that next step. Zay, can you see Wiseman making a similar jump? I mean, obviously only time will tell. Obviously, like Sean said, he's very young, so the ceiling for him could be – it's tremendously high. It could be tremendously low. We only time will tell. Like I said, when you come back from injury and we see how he goes from there, obviously it won't be this year because he's coming back so late in what the season, you know, it's almost going to be, I guess when they come back, I would assume after Christmas, I don't think they'll do anything before Christmas just because of how close we are right now. And those, I believe they have a marquee game Christmas matchup. So I think it'd just be better to hold off on getting clay and these guys back just so they don't feel the need to you know push them into a big time game because it's on TV or something like that. So I think it'd be more towards the new year. So again, we'll only only time will tell. And again, Sean, he's ceiling could be high, could be low. I'm no magician. I don't want to get here and say he's going to be the stud and he turns out to be a scrub. So I don't want to be caught on either end of that. But again, I, we'll just have to wait and see, just like everyone else. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I agree with you. I have a lot of faith in James Wiseman. I think, I mean, you, you look at the big guys in the league, they do take some time to develop. I mean, Jokic, he, he wasn't the Jokic he was last year when he first got here. We talked, I mean, I mentioned DeAndre Ayton take those steps. But, I mean, with, with Wiseman, all, all you have to do is is rebound. Like, I mean, with, with that Golden State, like you got the length. They, they haven't had like a, a center like that. As athletic as him, I mean, during their championship runs, they were putting Draymond Green at center. They're they're playing that small ball. Zaza. JaVale McGee, Zaza, yeah. Yeah. So I'm really – once this kid starts to get going with Clay Thompson and Seth Curry, I mean, this could be even scarier than it was with just Kevin Kevin Durant and the other two, I I think, honestly. It could be on that level. You talk about three of the greatest scores on one. No, I, I know, <laughs> That's but I a mean, bold statement. <laughs> I know, but I mean, the I always go back to when they blew that three-one lead uh, to, to the Cavs, right? You know who? I mean, ever LeBron's great and all, but like the real reason they blew that was because Timofey Mozgov ate up the middle. He was eating up rebounds. That that dude was a beast in the in those games to help bring them back and now you have a guy who's got the length and the athleticism so you don't have to worry about getting out rebounded when you when you're having an off shooting night he can just put it back up and and get the second chance points because he's got the length to do so I I think this is I mean 
Kevin Durant, I mean, th- th- that's just ridiculous what they could do scoring-wise. But this just feels fills a hole. James Wiseman, if he can get to where everyone expects him to be, he just fills that hole that Golden State hasn't had in that big guy. And, I mean, just adding that, they solid first uh, – a solid number one center around with all these shooters, like – that that's scary, and I mean they're just scary with just Steph right now. Now you add Clay Thompson. Now you add this big guy, who, who's athletic as anyone out on on the floor. Like this is a scary, scary team, but they just got to get healthy. And I mean, selling you're selling that Wiseman. I am. You be good. I, I you like are Wiseman. selling that. You are drinking that juice. I am. I am. I think the only thing that will hinder him, honestly, is his injuries. But I mean, he could be like a class. I mean, his ceiling. I mean, I, I I could see him being like AD when he AD was okay and healthy and dominating, or I can see him being like AD right now. Well, AD Just healthy is probably one of the best players in the league. So that's a different. That's a yeah. one of the scenario. If he's going to be a healthy version of AD, well, that's that'll put the late that'll no, put yeah. them on a whole new level. That, yeah, that will make the Warriors scarier than the yeah. KD teams. Well, yeah. he could also I could also see him being an AD now, where he misses like every seven games he plays like once. So, but street clothes. Only time will tell. Yeah, street clothes. But uh, I mean, the Warriors they got a big game tonight, and we'll get to that. But first. We have a little sponsor from Clovercrest Media. So Jess, why did you become a realtor? I worked in a various customer service jobs, so I wanted something a little bit more rewarding. Um, becoming a real estate agent, being able to help people find their forever homes or their investment homes, starter homes, it's very exciting, so a lot of fun. Now, you've gotten off to a really good start in your real estate career. What has been the most rewarding part of this for you so far? Helping people, especially like first time home buyers, um, finding their first home. They're so excited. Um, I'm so excited to help them. So it's a nice, rewarding part. What is it that you think makes you different than other real estate agents? I think that my various roles in customer service has helped me. So I like to ask a lot of questions and I want to know what I'm doing. So I think that helps a lot because I'm not going to steer people the wrong way. I'm going to make sure they have knowledgeable decisions um, and help them find the right home. Last thing I'm going to ask you is, and I know these are words that you live by, but the mantra at CTBD Realty is? People over paychecks do the damn thing. And that's what we do. That is Jess Rydell and CTBB Realty. If you're in the, in the Connecticut area and you're in the market for a new house, make sure you hit them up. Tell them posting up and Clovercrest Media sent you, and they'll hook you up with your forever home, as they say. But let's get into the game break. We're kind of mashing up the normal game breaks. We, we got a lot of great games, especially tonight, and a lot of great games to look forward to. Zay, what's a game you're looking forward to? And give me your best bet from that game. I think I know where, where you're going. If I'm not looking forward to any game, other than the Knicks and the Nets tonight, then I'd be a crazy Knicks fan. But I am looking forward to that Golden State and Suns game, which I will say I will be watching right afterwards. But Knicks, obviously, Knicks and Nets for me. Um, uh, 
I'm not picking the spread here. Um, the Knicks are terrible at home. I'm not sure. I'm not picking the. I just not touching this game because I'd hate to jinx myself. But I will say that uh, a Nick. Wait, hold on. Make sure the Knicks are home before I make that comment and get people messed up. Hold on. Anybody confirm they're home? Anybody it's confirm they're home? It's in Barclays. It's in Barclays. It's in Barclays. Okay, it's in the Barclays. So, yeah, maybe I'll take a shot on the Knicks. The Knicks are getting six in that game. So, it, I would take the Knicks getting six. They've been better team on the road. This is what I was trying to put out last week. The Knicks were a home team, so I was telling you guys to take the Lakers because the Knicks were the home team, but it, obviously I didn't t- put it in words properly. But, uh, yeah, I would take the Knicks tonight. Knicks, obviously, away team. They're getting six. Even though it's still in the same state, they play better away from the Garden. So I would obviously take that team. And obviously Alex Burke now coming off the bench. I mean, excuse me, now starting instead of uh, Kemba Walker. And Kemba Walker now coming off the bench. I think that adds a shakeup that the Knicks lineup has needed. And they've been playing great with that second unit. Like Obi Toppin, quickly, those guys have been great. The young guys, some Chris Sims, Grimes. So I'm really interested in this matchup, how they match up against the Nets, who, again, we know is a team full of seasoned vets. So I think this will be interesting, young guys versus old guys. I think it'll be great. So you guys, tell me what you guys are interested in, because. Well, I mean, back, back, I do want to mention the Alex Burks switch up. It's interesting, really interesting stat. Alex Burks, half of his points all year have come in the fourth quarter. I mean, I don't know if that's – is that something wrong with, like, the coaching not putting him in? He'd be coming or, off the bench. He was, he was running with the second unit. And, obviously, yeah. the second unit had Derrick Rose, and they had Quickly also in that mix. So, getting the ball around there with Derrick Rose, Quickly, Toppin. It's not a ton of ball to go around. You know, only one person can yeah. score, you know, per, <laughs> per series down the court. So, I think now he's going to get the opportunity to take that fourth quarter output that he's been putting – and start putting that in the early portion of the games where the Knicks now will see themselves controlling more games as opposed to trying to come back late in games and win these games or blowing these early leads that they have because they're just not continuing to score throughout the game. So I think it's a great switch up, and it shows that Tibbs is ready. He's ready to make the push and push this Knicks to the next level. So I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, uh yeah, I'm, I'm interested. That that's going to be a great game. But Sean, what you got for us? I'm going to go with a game tomorrow night uh, between the Hornets and the Bucks. I think that you know the Bucks have won seven in a row after a rough start. Uh, the Hornets average the most points per game in the league. Their offense is absolutely electric. So uh, we're going to see a good young team in the Hornets going against the defending champs in the Bucks. So I think it's a great uh, showdown in the Eastern Conference. Uh, my best bet for this game, I'm going with the Hornets uh, plus eight. The Bucks are favored by eight. The Hornets have been better against the spread all year. They've they're coming off two losses in a row, but like I said, they score the most points per game. So they're they're mostly in close games. They don't really if they're losing, they're not going to get blown out. I don't believe so. Uh, it's definitely a game I'm looking forward to. I think that there there will be a lot of points. So I would look at the over two in this game. I don't know what it is, but I'm expecting a lot of points. But I'm going to take uh yeah Hornets plus eight because I eight eight's a lot of points. So I know the Bucks have been playing well, but uh, I'm I'm going to go with Charlotte on this one. Oh, I like that. I mean, there's so many good games coming up. I will say uh, this isn't going to be my, my my game of the week, but my best bet is going to be Friday night, uh, Jazz versus Celtics. 
Rudy Gobert over rebounds. I don't care what it is. Ennis Cantor freedom is not gonna stop Rudy Gobert from getting the boards. You don't. You don't think that. the name change is gonna uh, get him fired up? No. Why Because no. <laughs> he's American now. The the land of the free. Come American on, Zach. citizen. But uh, no, no. I honestly, my my game of the week though, Bulls versus the Knicks. Madison Square Garden, Thursday night on M- NBA TV. Both these teams, both young, hungry teams, and they've been playing damn good basketball. So I'm I'm excited by that. But uh, I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this other game tonight. Warriors at Suns, one and two in the West. I mean, it seems like. That they're they're pulling ahead. I think uh, the the Suns are the second seed right now. They have a three and a half game lead on the Jazz on my Jazz. So both these teams look like they're pulling out and pulling ahead in the West. Just quick little ra- around the horn, Zay. Who's gonna win tonight? Well, I want to say the Warriors. I feel like this matchup is huge, and I feel like with the Suns on a winning streak. They have all the pressure where the Warriors come into this where it's just another game where if they were to lose the game, they, you know, they tie for, you know, the first seed. It doesn't really affect them. Whereas the Suns, again, they would be losing their win streak. So I think there's more pressure on the Suns to win this game. Therefore, I would take the Warriors, who will probably come out playing way looser. All right, Sean, who you got? Yeah, I mean, I, that, that reasoning makes a lot of sense. I I do agree with that, but I'm going to take the Suns. I, I think that this uh, winning streak continues here. Uh, just the way they've been playing on offense and defense over this winning streak has been absolutely amazing. I mean, Chris Paul taking care of the ball. Devin Booker is one of the best scorers in the league. DeAndre Ayton has taken that other step. And all the others around them, like Mikel Bridges, Jay Crowder, uh, Cam Johnson, they all, they all know their roles and they all uh, do it to perfection. So... Obviously, this is one of the most hyped game, NBA regular season games I can remember in a while. I've been hearing about it really all all week over the weekend. So I'm definitely looking forward to this one. But uh, I'm going to stick with the Suns. And I, I think that they pushed their winning streak to what, what would it be now? 17 games? 17. Yeah, so that's uh, – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with that. The hell with them. Ooh. They spanked New York. They came in and spanked <laughs> old New York <laughs> with the Suns. <laughs> yeah, they spanked a lot of people. I mean, they're, they're red hot right now. And I, I think they're going to continue to roll just because, I mean, I, just because of DeAndre Ayton. I mean, that dude's been playing out of his mind. Second leading scorer on the team, which is wild, I, I think. I mean, take over from a guy like Chris Paul. Uh, I mean, he's just been a beast, and I just think he's going to dominate the boards, dominate the glass. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are going to have more just second-chance opportunities. And, I mean – Steph's been hot, but I don't know if Steph can can beat both a red hot Devin Booker and Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton by himself. I know Jordan Poole and all that stuff. I mean, they've been carrying their weight, but so has uh, Mikel Bridges. I mean, even Frank Kaminsky and JaVale McGee are averaging double double digits. I mean, Frank Kaminsky only in nine games, though. But uh, I mean, JaVale McGee's averaging ten points. I mean, th- this Suns team. It is just playing insane. And, I mean, if there was a game for the streak to get snapped, it would be this would be it. But I just don't know, man. I just think they match up way too well with, with Golden State. But this is going to be a great, great game, and you better turn it, tune in to watch it. I mean, if you're an, if you're 
not even if you're an NBA fan, if you're a basketball fan in general, if you hate the NBA and just watch college, uh, you, you still should tune into this game because it's going to be amazing. And speaking of college, we had a big, big matchup about with the potential number one and number two picks in the 2022 NFL draft, I mean, NBA draft. And we'll talk about that right after this word from our sponsor. It's been a pretty wet summer in Connecticut, and that means more mosquitoes than ever. If you didn't have your home service for mosquito control and find you're spending most of your time outside flooding those little pests, you are in luck. Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut provides the best value in mosquito control services because of how they treat your yard using the Mosquito Shield tailored treatment system. They don't use a fixed schedule or an identical product one-size-fits-all service program because you can't control mosquitoes on a set number of sprays or visits. Unlike the competition, Mosquito Shield of Central Connecticut will service you for this season whatever it takes to provide superior results. This promise has awarded them an industry-leading consumer rating of 90%. Visit MosquitoShieldCT.com to schedule an appointment with Wade the Cesare and enjoy the rest of your summer mosquito-free. All right. I, I know it's sub-40 degrees right now, and there's not that, that many mosquitoes out, but you can never be too prepared, so make sure you sign up for the spring services and mention posting a podcast in Clovercrest Media and Mosquito Shield will get you set up. And also, you'll be first on their list to give you a spray when the spring comes. So make sure you check out Mosquito Shield CT and tell them posting a podcast and Clovercrest Media sent you. And last week, obviously Thanksgiving week, everyone knows the football. Everyone knows the food. Everyone's hanging out with their families but a very, very underrated thing about Thanksgiving week is Feast Week. And boy, oh boy, did we have a great one. As Duke and Gonzaga played it out, Duke came up with a big upset. But in this game featured the possible one and two picks in the upcoming NBA draft. And Paulo Banchero and Chet Holmgren, plain and simple. Sean, who would you take number one? overall these guys are both amazing prospects um obviously you know two very unique skill sets chet holmgren's a seven footer who you know can put it on the floor he can shoot uh he's great defensively he gets a lot of block shots and Bunkero is pretty much a power forward that looks like a guard out there he can also shoot the ball so you can't go wrong with either one but i, pr- I prefer chet holmgren i just think that he reminds me of a, a young Kevin Durant. I don't think he's nearly as skilled as Kevin Durant, but like I said, he's a seven-footer that, you know, he could handle the ball. He could shoot. Uh, he can score down low. He's a good defender. So I just think that skill set, you know, can't be overlooked. A guy that, you know, nobody can block his shot, and he's a great shooter from the perimeter. Uh, he gets it done down low. And like I said, you know, he, he's a good defender as well. So, I you, like I said, you can't go wrong with either one. Boncaro is also a, a great player. He they ended up Duke ended up beating Gonzaga that game, but um, I, I think that I would go with Chet Holmgren, uh, number one overall. Hey, who you got? Well, guys, I had to break your hearts, but I didn't get a chance to see these two match up this week. I was unfortunately busy watching football, and my Mets were making amazing moves, so I was busy on the baseball front with things. So. I actually didn't get a chance to see them, too. I will eventually get a chance to see them play later as the year progresses because basketball season, college basketball, is just going. But I think it comes down to necessity and what teams need. 
And when you look at the top teams that could be picking, you're talking about the possibility of the Pistons and the Magics again, who on the East end at least, who both could use big guys, obviously. And I think the Magic could use more of that center type of guy. They don't really have anyone right now. They've tried out guys. They've had I mean, have um what's his name? Jesus Christ. Jonathan Mo Isaac. Bamba. Mo Bamba. Mo Bamba, excuse me. Mo Bamba is a big man, but again, obviously Mo Bamba could use someone to compliment him and help him out there. He hasn't been that player that they've assumed him that he was going to be, that star player. He's been good, but he hasn't been a star player in my eyes. I don't know how you guys see him. And then as you know what's going on with Detroit, Detroit is completely rebuilding. They picked up their two guard positions the last two years. So to add a big man would just be perfect for that situation for them. So, again, it depends on what teams are going to be down there. Obviously, this is NBA. It's not football. We don't – the last – you know, the team with the worst record doesn't get the first pick. It comes down to a lottery team, and it's going to come down to necessity. So as the season goes on and teams start to have these needs and we get to see more of these players, I will have a better answer for you. But obviously right, right now, again, it's – that's – that's hindsight for me. Again, it's like what you asked me a wise man earlier with his ceiling. I can't tell you right now. It's just something we'll have to wait and see as the season progresses. No. Yeah. I mean, I get where you're coming from. I would, I mean, I'm a big man bias. I'd take Chet Holmgren uh, before, uh, number one right now. I mean, also, uh, Benchero also did have that uh, D, uh, DUI little incident with uh, – Coach K's uh, yeah, true. Grandson. grandson. So, I mean, yeah. th- th- that's, that's a red flag, but uh, that's not a hero there. I mean, I love how you brought up uh, Zay. You brought up necessity in, like, the NBA. It, the lottery's wild. So, um, Sean, it, where, what team do you think both these guys fit in to the best? Where, where do you think would be the best spot for each of them to go and grow and dominate? Uh, I agree with what Zay said with the Pistons. I think that, you know, they have some good young players with obviously Cade Cunningham, uh, Killian Hayes. They have a veteran guy with Jeremy Grant, but they do need that big man, I believe. Um, Isaiah Stort, who uh, doesn't just get talked about with the LeBron fight, but he, he's a good young player too. But I, I think that, you know, I think he could he can come off the bench and be a good center for them. So I think Chet Holmgren would be a good fit there. So would Boncaro, I think. And another team I think is under the radar would be the Spurs. Um, they're 6-13 and 13 right now. They're, I don't think they're going to finish great in the West. And, you know, with the lottery, obviously, if they finish anywhere in the top five, they have a chance of getting the, the number one pick. So, and they had, they're a guard heavy team. They have a lot of good young guards with, you know, DeJounte Murray, Lonnie Walker, uh, Keldon Johnson. I, I think they're missing that big man. And obviously, I think Greg Popovich, after a couple years off, you know, the Spurs, us growing up, we knew them as being so dominant. I, I believe that he probably wants to get back to that point. And I think one of these guys could definitely help them out. So I, I think the Spurs are an underrated team that could use both these guys. And uh, also the Pistons, I, I think, it, especially for Chet Holmgren, I, I think he would fit very well uh, with the Pistons. Yeah. Zay, you got any other teams where you think these guys would thrive? Uh, no, nah, as much as, like I said, I think I covered it before. It was, uh, but not really. Like I said, it's – the season goes on. You're going to see players go down. You're going to see players not become as good as players that we thought they were going to be. And teams will start looking for these other players and we'll start seeing where these players fit better, who's going to be where and what. Because right now, it's still too early. We still got trade deadlines coming. There's still so much ahead in the season for us to make a, a crazy prediction of where these guys could land, where they would land. So, I, again, 
it's, it's hindsight. We just be just throwing things up in the air and hoping it sticks. <laughs> I, I mean, you bring up the trade deadline. Is there a team that could make a trade for one of these guys? Some maybe middle of the pack team to help them push them ahead, or maybe even a top team just looking to get even better. The New York Knicks. <laughs> we have enough guys. I would love. The only guy I want is either I told you I want. I, I want Dejounte Murray or I want uh, my guy on uh, um, Damian Lillard. It's only these. These those are the only two guys I want. I need a dominant point guard, so it doesn't work for my Knicks. But uh, who teams that could maybe the King? Could the? I mean, you talk about when you talk about teams that are rebuilding and young. Maybe you could fit someone like those guys. The Kings have a ton of pieces. I guess they could still move around. They're still a young team. They still have. They could still always add there, so I would throw them in there in the bunk in the mix. Um, but God, off the top of head, I, I can't think of anything right now. No, not right off the top of head. No. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, it's crazy with the NBA. I mean, because NFL cut and dry. We all know Detroit's going to get the number one overall pick. I mean, unless by the miracle of God, they just go on a win streak here. But we don't think that's going to happen. But the NBA, anything can happen, really, as far as the lottery goes. We've seen craziness happen before. I mean, even a team like the Pelicans could, could – I mean, Zion with Chet Holmgren. I mean, maybe, Celtics, maybe the Celtics, they could use a big man, too. That's a team that maybe from the mid – like you said, middle of the pack that could probably look to move up in the draft, yeah. maybe come down somewhat. That, yeah. I mean, that could be a team right there. They, we always know their need for a big man, but, again, it's – one of these things that we're going to have to wait and see because the Celtics could make a trade at the deadline and get a center for all we know. They could be like, hey, we need a center and move maybe Jalen Brown or maybe, uh, you know, and get you somebody. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to make predictions. No, I, I love that. I love that. my predictions, so I'm not going to no. get into that. I try to tread water lightly, guys. No, I like that Celtics pick because, I mean, with a guy like Chet Holmgren, that, that he feels both the, the biggest needs in the uh, for the Celtics right now. You do have that ball handler. He's great with the ball. I mean, he's not like he, – he's nothing like spectacular, but he still is good with the ball. He still does have that decision-making like a joker, and he, I think he can develop that even more. And, he, I mean, he does fill the big man role. So I, I actually love that. I love that he brought that up today because I think that would be, be great. But, uh, I mean, you're right. Only time will tell. Only time will tell with these guys. But I'm excited. I mean, even just seeing them duke it out, no pun intended, in during Feast Week. But, uh, oh, see what you did there. But, uh, n- no, uh, I- I'm excited because I think both these, both these dudes are studs. Uh, I think uh, even when they come to the NBA, I mean, Chet Holmgren, if he can get bigger, I mean, if he can pack on some pounds, back on some muscle – that dude's going to be unstoppable in this league. And Banchero, I mean, we've talked a lot about Holgram, but Banchero, I mean, he he's a beast as well. He's going to come in and do some great things in the league. So uh, I'm excited. I mean, I know we got a whole March Madness, whole college basketball season and whole NBA season ahead of us. But, I mean, it's good. You, you, you should, if you aren't a big college basketball guy, those are two guys you should keep your eye on because they're studs. And you'll be seeing a lot of them come next season. But uh, that's going to do it for posting up today. Thank you, Sean and Zay, for joining me. I am Big Jace. Make sure you visit www.clovercrestmedia.com. Check out the website. 
there we have our own posting up uh, little page there. Uh, has all of our episodes. Make sure you check them out. Download it there. And also, there's a bunch of other podcasts. Uh, we got John about the G-Men, which we all three of us will be on tomorrow at 6. So make sure you check that out. Good we got all four downs, which is coming up, which should be coming up later today after the college football rankings come out. They're being revealed as we speak. So in a little bit, that will be going live. I mean, even got uh, baseball. I mean, OV's backstop podcast for Red Sox fans. You got the roll call for Yankees fans. Zay has been saying he's been working on a Mets podcast, but that still has yet it's, to go. It's coming. It's, it's, it's not me. It's coming. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's definitely coming now with Scherzer on the way. It's like everything with the Mets organization. It just takes a little longer than normal. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. But – Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you next week for more Posting Up. Take care.